the Public News Service Daily Newscast, February the 8th, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. The Senate voted 49 to 50 to shoot down a bipartisan border security and foreign aid bill after Republicans voted en masse to filibuster the agreement, arguing that it didn't do enough to crack down on an overwhelmed border. That from NBC News. Meantime, the Senate adjourned until noon today with a possible pending vote on aid just for Ukraine and Israel. And new research from a campaign finance tracking group shows foreign corporations are investing heavily in statewide elections. Montana happens to be one of a half dozen states where the spending was most prevalent. Open Secrets, which follows money in American politics, focused on companies owned at least 1% by a single foreign investor or at least 5% by a group of foreign investors who were donating to statewide elections. Open Secrets editorial investigations manager Anna Masolia says voters could easily assume that companies active in Montana campaigns are totally owned by U.S. investors, but that is often not the case. For Montana, companies like Altria Group, Barrett Gold Corp, Sandfire Resources, Reynolds American, companies that we don't necessarily think of as being foreign, but are indeed foreign influenced. The report shows six states, Montana, Colorado, Michigan, Minnesota, New York, and Washington, received $163 million in foreign funding between 2018 and 2022. Washington topped the list at $67 million. I'm Mark Moran. Montana just increased its campaign contribution levels. Next, we head to Indiana, where a fundraiser, time to kick off on the heels of Super Bowl 58, will help tackle food insecurity. Since 1994, Hoosier Hills Food Bank has held the line against hunger. Executive Director Julio Alonso says the organization's annual soup bowl, which raises money and brings awareness to food insecurity, is sold out. About 600 people have purchased tickets to attend February 18th to celebrate the event's 30th anniversary. Local artists, clay potters, local restaurants, local musicians come together and benefit the Hoosier Hills Food Bank. Potters contribute bowls. Restaurants make soup. For the price of their ticket, they get to take home one of those bowls. Alonzo says Hoosier Hills Food Bank is on the same team as Feeding Indiana's Hungry and the Feeding America Network. One in nine Hoosiers faces hunger. One in every eight is a child. I'm Joe Ullery, Public News Service. And just like America's love for the Super Bowl, advocates say the Super Bowl is really popular in the local community. People appreciate the opportunity to come together for a good cause while celebrating art, food, and music. This is Public News Service. And as corporate profits remain at all-time highs, a new report shows that more than half of rising consumer prices in 2023 were caused by corporate greed, or what's being called as greedflation. Elizabeth Pancotti with the D.C.-based think tank Groundwork Collaborative says before the pandemic, corporate profits drove just 11 percent of price growth. But even after supply chain snarls were resolved, companies chose not to pass savings along to customers. Keeping sticker prices much higher than they probably need to be. And as a result, they have really padded their bottom line on the backs of American consumers to the tune of about 53 percent of inflation being driven by corporate profits for the most recent quarters. The report echoes analysis by the 
Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City, which identified price gouging as the driving factor for inflation during the height of the pandemic. Some economists have argued these price hikes were due to companies bracing for future production costs, while others note corporate CEOs have a legal obligation to maximize profits for shareholders. I'm Eric Galatis. An economist at a leading global investment bank has warned that greedflation could lead to widespread social unrest. Now, Kentuckians, where folks 50 and older say increased support for family caregivers, affordable housing, and lower prescription drug costs would help improve their lives. AARP Kentucky Volunteer State President Gary Adkins says the group will also be pushing for additional funding for the Senior Nutrition Program, which is commonly referred to as Meals on Wheels, along with state family caregiving tax credits and other reforms. Research shows unpaid care provided by the more than 600,000 caregivers in Kentucky is valued at more than $8 billion. They have family members or friends who are aging, And these things that we are advocating for has a a direct impact on every Kentuckian because what the legislature does for our seniors is going to directly impact upon their family. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. Finally, Eric Tanoff reminds us that February is American Heart Month. Experts and survivors are highlighting the importance of CPR. CPR could help someone survive in the event that their heart stops working. Kyra Smithlin is a cardiac arrest survivor who lives in Puyallup. In 2012, she was laying down with her nine-year-old son, Bryce, when it seemed as if she was having a seizure. He ran and got his dad, and my husband came in and started CPR right away because he could tell I wasn't breathing. And then my nine-year-old called 911 and held the phone to his dad's ear while he was instructed on CPR. Smithland says she received 40 shocks to the heart at the hospital when staff told her family to say their goodbyes. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Here's on Interesting Radio Stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.